a production of Word South, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. We're talking more about partnerships on this episode of Story Connect the Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Johns. I'm joined on this episode by Brad Kimbrough, CEO of Wiregrass Electric down in South Alabama. Thanks for joining me, Brad. You bet. Thanks. We are once again recording. If you're listening to this uh, on your own device, we are uh, recording this at Story Connect uh, the conference here in Huntsville, Alabama in front of a live studio audience. Hopefully uh, you're enjoying these. We'll be doing uh, five of these total. We have two this morning, three this afternoon. Um, but Brad is going to join me today to talk about uh, partnerships because Wiregrass has an interesting partnership down um, uh, with a cable company. Uh, Brad, can you talk just for a couple of minutes about the kind of high level, big picture, uh, the partnership that you guys have to bring broadband to the Wiregrass? Yeah, sure. Well, you know, much like uh, 80 years ago with electricity, uh, uh, in rural America being left behind, uh, we were seeing the same thing with broadband. And um, it was important to us to try to do something to to uh, get broadband to, to our, our area. And really, we looked at it two, with two approaches. Uh, <clears throat> one, we, uh, we needed it for our, our system, for our collective uh, cooperative, for our, our members, because, uh, you know, with technology and the electric world, you know, we needed to have our substations uh, connected right. to... Uh, to a high-speed connection, a lot of reasons for that. Uh, working our SCADA systems and doing some things uh, with uh, smart meters, so it was important to have a reliable connection uh, throughout our, our our system with our substations and our four offices. But also, uh, without broadband, uh, we recognize that you know maybe not tomorrow, maybe not next year, maybe not five years from now, but uh, we would we would certainly be left behind and. And then, uh, you know, people wouldn't want to live there or, or there wouldn't be industry that had jobs to, to be in rural areas. So, you know, it was, it was really a two, two-phased approach. So, um, Troy Cable, uh, Troy, Alabama, which is um, about an hour and a half north of, of the Wiregrass region where we are, uh, they, were, they had, had partnered with, uh, about 10 years ago, uh, another cooperative there in Troy, Alabama, South Alabama Electric Cooperative, and had some, uh, some very uh, successful uh, uh, ventures with uh, connecting them, uh, their substations and things. So they were coming to Dothan, that area anyway, uh, with their business plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are a, a for-profit company, but they're kind of, uh, had the same values that we think, uh, you know, electric cooperative or, or not-for-profit electric cooperatives have. And it just made a, a good partnership. Uh, they were coming. We had that need. Uh, our, as the previous one would say, I don't want to call names, but our, our current uh, internet provider for our company was, um, how you say it, spotty at best in, in some cases. And, and we had to have that connectivity to run our business. And uh, we were looking for someone that would be, quite frankly, uh, offer better service. And, and we knew through the relationship that South Alabama had with Troy, knowing uh, what, what they had been doing, and, and that they were good folks. So uh, we felt good about uh approaching them and the approach was you know we need our our system connected and uh we'd like you know to you to do that for you to do that and uh and and they were willing to do that of course uh our offer was we'll partner and uh we'll uh we'll help you get get customers because the the more profitable they are the the quicker sooner they can build out you know sure right 
and um, and so they were interested in doing doing that. Uh, we would allow them to get on our right of way. Uh, again, uh, each substation you know is connected with with a wire, and uh, we let them get on our, our right of way. We uh, did some make ready uh, for them. Uh, we also, in doing that, looked at our our uh, work plan and uh, tried to be strategic in that. So if, if a pole needed replaced or upgraded, we'd look and see what, it, not just today the need was, but what it might be in our, our four and five and six year sure. uh, plans out. So um, that's what we're doing. Um, uh, we, we branded. Uh, that was my next question is how, are, how, are, how is it set up in terms of what the customer sees? Well, we, uh, again, uh, there's two communications there we're trying to get to our, our members. One, that we're, we're doing this with Troy to help our, our service be better and us offer you better service, but we're also doing it to make sure that rural America is not being left behind. Sure. And so we've co-branded, uh, well, you know, the partnership with Troy and, and us, uh, Wiregrass Electric, as broadband for the Wiregrass. So we're putting that out there. Uh, our goal, our intention is to have... Uh, a high-speed internet connection to every one of uh, our members in the in the Wiregrass region, uh, whether they're in the urban area or rural area. Now, when we talk about this a lot at Word South, but when you're when you're doing a big change like this and a big um, uh, new emphasis, kind of a different direction, your first audience is always your employees. So, how did you guys start talking to employees about this partnership? Did and and how quickly did they really grasp what well, you know what all what all was going on and why y'all were doing it? Well, communication, uh, whether it's uh, external, internal, is, is just paramount and important. And uh, yeah, we we uh, certainly let our employees know what was going on. Many of our employees, of course, see the need. They, they're living in rural areas too. Sure. Yeah, they're and, yeah they're experiencing it every day. And they know that they they can't get uh, you know their their kids can't get their homework done or they can't uh, do basic stuff because there's not a connection. So they were very supportive. And what, you know, we were fortunate, you know, we were fortunate to have a, a partner like Troy that was willing and, and able to come in and do it. Otherwise, we would have to be like, like some cooperatives and, and perhaps maybe the most uh, as we get, get into this, have, having to get into the business themselves. We think we were able to, to, to accomplish uh, a need through this partnership and, and not have to leverage the cooperative, you know, with 50 or $60 million. Um, you know, we... Uh, we spent, uh, it's going to be just about uh, $1.8 million, including the, the, the make ready part that we're doing, to, uh, we think, offer a, a really good, good uh, high-speed broadband connection opportunity. Um, the connections, and what we realized, too, is once we connected our, our substations, which are 15, and this across our, our service area, Obviously, a lot of these substations are in a in a rural area. Sure. Uh, once we did that, and our four offices, we immediately just that connection bypassed about 25% uh, of our membership. Uh, okay. That's about 4,500 uh, of our members. That for the first time, many have now an access to uh, a broadband high-speed connection. So that's kind of where you started. Is where the lines were going, and yeah. then splitting off of and that, then, oh. and then moving out from there. And that's the goal. And and, uh, you know, we're trying to help, uh, you know, again, with the partnership. Uh, Troy owns the customer. I mean, it's their customer. But we're, we're wanting them to be successful, obviously, so they'll continue sure. to keep building out. So we're, uh, we're 80 years old this year. And uh, we have, uh, we think, a good brand and, and a lot of loyalty with our membership. And uh, as, as we get these legs connected, uh, we're sending out communications through uh, uh, our, our efforts, uh, to let our, our members know, hey, Troy Cable, this this is available for you, and it's and it's good, and we support it, and 
and uh, thank you for to look at it. Now, there are a lot of uh, uh, internet providers in the room, a lot of telcos in the room, uh, some of whom are, are talking with electric folks and kind of looking down the future at, at you know, some partnerships there. What do you think, uh, from your perspective, what made Troy, I don't know how many partners y'all mm -hmm. considered, but what made Troy um, the right partner for you guys in this? Well, quite frankly, they were just good people. That makes a difference. Uh, they, they were honest. Uh, we, we saw their business model. We, again, had a lot of experience uh, just seeing them work through the community. Um, our sister cooperative, again, South Alabama, having a relationship with them. We, we saw through them what they could do, and, and you know, they, were, they were men, ladies of their word. Uh, and then, quite frankly, the other, other opportunities were these big conglomerate, again, not to name any names, sure. but just you know the the big boys if you will right. and and they're not they're not really interested in rural america or at least uh, that's, that's what it appears and their history has kind of shown that so we needed somebody that we knew that we could partner with to come in and 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 get into our rural communities all rural areas and, you know that's what we have tried to do for 80 years is stand in the gap for rural america we don't want rural america being left behind and, uh, you know, as you go forward in time, it's, it's, a, it's a necessity. And if you don't have a high-speed Internet connection, it, it's just not going to be the community that, that it can be. Uh, telemedicine and, and, and education and, and farming. You know, we're a big farming community. And, you know, all of our farmers now, they have these big tractors and they have GPS coordinates on them. Right. And, you know, you can't even do that if you don't have a high-speed connection now. So um, as we're... Um you know, as you're you're looking at something like this on the electric side, mm -hmm. um, has it? Uh, and I know it's still you know, still ongoing, but has it has it on just strictly the electric side? Has it accomplished what you you hope that it would? Is you know the board, the membership, everybody happy with uh, you know reaching any goals strictly on the electric side? Yeah, and you mentioned our board. I appreciate our board uh, being able and, and willing right. to, to see the vision here. Because not everybody would. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, we. You know, it's amazing to me. Our, our engineering team—they can—they can do so much through uh, our, our our technology and, and you know um, switch stuff. In fact, we had an outage uh, a couple of weeks ago and, and one Sunday night, and and uh, transmission feed was lost, and and our guys were able to transfer that load, and, and a lot of times doing it from you know either the uh, dispatch office or even on their home at home on their laptop. So that's all made possible through uh, a technology. A connection that that has a need for high speed, you know, and it's things like that, and that's today, and and who knows what tomorrow will be like, sure, with uh, with technology just continuing to evolve day after day. Well, we can open it up. We've got uh, enough time for a question from the audience. If anybody has one, I've got one more question for Brad here. Um, Tricia, was that? Oh, I wasn't sure if that was a hand or not. If it's not, that's fine. I had another question. Sure, I'll, I'll restate the question uh, for those listening. Um, but the uh, question is, what's been the biggest challenge about working together on a project like this? Uh, Thank you for the question. Yeah, there, there have been some. Um, you know, anytime you have two separate organizations, uh, you know, the, the, the common denominator, though, is, you know, we're wanting to do what's, what's good for the end user. You know, that's the common denominator. And, you know, uh, you sit down, you talk about, uh, you know, how do you accomplish that and what's the price to do that and, and negotiate that a little bit. And, you know, we, we're we telling them, hey, we're, we're wanting to market for you. We want to communicate this for you and we wanted to help you uh, get customers. And, and I know that was probably 
hard to, for that to set in. And, and I don't think they really knew what they had there at, at the beginning. You know, there was a company that's really willing to, you know, help me get customers. Sure. And, and there's no catch to that, really. Mm-hmm. Um, we're willing to uh, spend money uh, to, to, to uh, with WordSouth, get get these great uh, marketing collateral materials out there. We appreciate and, that, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, and, and I know that was probably there's been some some things there that that we're trying to you know again uh marry our two marketing teams together and and get on the same page and and then uh, get some data flowing back and forth is it working you know we we built or, or they did the uh the model on a take rate of 40 percent and uh we're still trying to you know make sure those numbers are, are, are there uh we we know they are and know they will be but uh yeah it's a good question thank you uh, the last question that I had for you here, uh, trying to keep us on, on track, but last question, uh, what kind of advice, I don't know necessarily anything you do different, but just what, what have you learned along the way? What advice would you have for anybody else that is on either side of that partnership, either on the electric side or the, the telecom side, uh, advice that you picked up that you'd like to pass on? Uh, having an open mind, just, just seeing what possibilities are out there, uh, thinking outside the box, um, being willing to not forget why we're in business, and that's to serve our member, and they're the only reason that we're we're here. And uh, you know, there's ways that, that we can partner to, to achieve that and make that happen. Then, then I, uh, that'd be my advice. Just look at all avenues for that. Um, one thing that we're really trying to do is is help because this grant funding that's been out there uh, in the past, uh, a lot of the bigger systems have 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 gotten a lot of that grant funding and, and they're not necessarily using that in the rural areas. And so we're trying to work with them and, and other electric cooperatives and others across the country to, to see if we can get our fair share of that grant money because the more dollars we can get like that for a true rural America build out, then, then the quicker that'll happen. So. Well said. Well, I appreciate you sharing those insights and kind of telling us the story of, uh, of the partnership you guys have. So thanks, Brad. You're welcome. Thank you. He is Brad Kimbrough. He is the COO of Wiregrass Electric down in South Alabama. I'm your host, Andy Johns. We've got a couple more episodes coming up this afternoon. Uh, But until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company.